Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. Immerse yourself in our vibrant fashion scene where exclusive streetwear meets high-end boutiques. Stroll through styles defining our bold, wildly creative city, like the unique finds at Melrose Trading Post, a real LA gem. Explore star-studded experiences on Hollywood Boulevard, behind-the-scenes studio tours, and moments of awe under our legendary blue sky. Picture this. The iconic Griffith Observatory, inspiring directors worldwide. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's the time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass is adding off. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. Big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent, only in theaters May 17th. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Frosted Tips with Lance Bass, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, my little peanuts. It's me, your host, Lance Bass. This is Frosted Tips with me, Lance Bass, and my wonderful, beautiful, handsome co-host, Turkey Turchin. Oh, hey, Lance. I'm also married to him, so step back. Oh, well, way to expose all of our personal business. <laughs> now they Sorry, know. I reveal too much on this show. Gosh. Um, all right. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Halloween is officially done, yeah. and we are now creeping up on Thanksgiving. Yes. For me, it's about your friends. You know, Christmas is like the family to me, and oh. Thanksgiving is like the friends. Oh, is I what it's become because I call it Friendsgiving now. Well, you do have a friend. And it's the day. We do, do that. Yeah, and it's the day that you really, you know, really care about your friends. Your and stray want to be friends, mostly. Your stray friends that can't go home for the holidays yeah, with their families. Yeah, exactly. Friendsgiving. Uh, we're going to finally have one this year. Which yes. I'm well, we had one last year, but I took a break before that. Now I love having a little potluck because I love all of my friends that you know can't go home for the holidays. They come over, and everyone brings a dish that reminds them of what they grew up for Thanksgiving. And I think it's important to through food to experience like the different cultures that you grew up with, because I, as you know, very small-minded person growing up in the South. Didn't even know that you could have lasagna for Thanksgiving. I thought that was like, what? That's could, stupid. I mean, How do you do lasagna? I mean, I'm like, for, oh, maybe Italians might like lasagna. We for- always had like a big platter of bagels and cream cheese and stuff during Thanksgiving. Jewish With the rest of people the like Thanksgiving? How dare y'all? Yes, we are also thankful. Oh, 
God. That's right. Well, if it ain't turkey and dressing, don't come. No, it's uh, I do. I like I like seeing every, through their culinary, uh, uh, especially their family recipes. If yeah. someone brings a family recipe, it really tells me a lot about, about their family. Them. And you try it, and you're like, this is horrible. Like, this is horrible. Why do you put olives in this? You have a horrible Gross. family. Olives. You're no Ugh. longer my friend. You're not invited now. Get out. Ex friends, they giving bye. Uh, but I hope everyone has a very fun and safe thanksgiving today on the show i'm excited to have my friend christine taylor yeah uh known this one for a very long time one of my favorites because i watched hey dude as a kid Me too. nickelodeon was like my, my jam hey dude. hey dude um and just one of my favorite people she is and you're gonna love her i mean she is such the sweetest the best person and i did her show hey dude um uh her, her I, podcast her, her podcast yeah. No, not the show. Yeah, I know. When I did Hey Dude when I was seven. So I just did her her podcast, uh, Hey Dude, the 90s called. Uh, she does that with her co-host, too, from the show. Yes. David. And uh, it's, it's so it was great catching up with her. And, you know, those people that you can go two years without seeing or talking to, but then you just catch right back up and it just feels like you've just never yeah, left. Yeah. That's the type of person Christine is. Aww. We've had some really well, I'm excited times. to talk to her. Yeah, she's, she's a great one. Um, and then uh, before we get to her interview, because I know this is going to go long because I like to talk and she likes to talk and, you know, we have, we have history. Yeah. We have history. So, um, but before that, okay, so I have to tell you about this Audible that I just did, Audible Original. Oh. Um, you know, they they do these fun stories right i've done yeah, the space series. when i did the scripted series so this one came across my desk and i'm like well this looks fun um i won't tell you exactly what the story is because you'll be surprised it doesn't come out to next fall but i just recorded it yesterday and it was so fun because guess who i got to act with who deborah messing oh i got to be the will to her grace well that is amazing. but she was the mom version though yeah oh. it was awesome well that's pretty cool yeah so I just wanted to get well, that. Well, I have a name droppy story. What's that? This morning at Starbucks. Oh, also Lucas Cage is in it. Glenn Powell, Top Gun. Yeah, good good people. Well, I was at Starbucks this morning. What? And Lily Tomlin. No. Next to me in line. I love Lily I Tomlin know. so much. Just, you know, unassuming, just in there with at the random well, she had the Sherman one down Oaks by, oh. by where I get my hair cut. Oh nearby. my god! Yeah, I stopped there before you took your car in. She's the best. She, you know, we've run into her a few times. Her yeah. and Jane Fonda, which is like like the best. Like put getting them together, like that's it's like mean, seeing a unicorn, right? Yeah. And we've seen that unicorn a few times because of charity events and all that type. Yeah, of stuff. you had a good moment with them. Yeah. Oh, I had a great moment with them and uh, Snoop, Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Create your own story. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can see where that. So story fun, went. fun, fun moments with her, but I guarantee you, Lily would have no idea who I am. I've, I've met her so many times that if I went up to her at Starbucks, you're like, uh huh, uh huh, you? uh-huh. yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, but she can do no wrong, and it's still to this day. What's the movie where she where plays she shrinks, the, shrinks and she goes in the garbage disposal? Yes. Every time I put my yes. hand in the garbage disposal, I think it's going to turn on and murder me. Every time I go, I to knew the you were going to say that the second you said, uh. It's it's a core it's, memory yeah. for me. It it scared me so much as a kid, me and too. it still scares me every time I see a garbage disposal because I see Lily Tomlin in there shrinking shrink. and getting in the garbage. I know. I'm like she's gonna get mutilated. Yeah. It it just it it stuck with that me. That is funny. Obviously, I'm 44 and it's still still with me. <laughs> <laughs> Same season. Lily Tomlin, what do you do to me? All right, uh, let's take a little break. When okay. we come back, yes. ooh, we're lighting Christmas candles already in here. Oh, thanks, queer candles. Thank All you. Right. Um, ooh, the spruce. Mm. 
That is nice. I have, uh, if you, obviously this is a podcast, but if you look behind me, <laughs> all of our Christmas boxes have come. Yeah. And I have a feeling they're going to stay in boxes for another two weeks because I just don't know when I'm going to be able to open them and start decorating. But the trees are up. Trees are up. The trees are up. Half the lights are working. Um, but we'll see where this goes. But it's when magical. we come back, Christine Taylor is going to be with us. And I'm so excited because she's the best person ever. Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at World Famous Studio Tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? 
Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Christine Joan Taylor Stiller is an American actress, writer, producer, director from Allentown, Pennsylvania. We love her as Marsha Brady in the Brady Bunch movie and Very Brady sequel, as well as roles in films including The Craft, The Wedding Singer, Zoolander, and of course, her television roles in Hey Dude, Arrested Development, and Search Party. Love me some Search Party. Today, Christine (laughs) is the host of the iHeart podcast, Hey Dude, The 90s Called, which... I might have done an episode on there. Might want to go check that one out. Um, <laughs> Christine Taylor, welcome to Frosted Tibbs. Hi. Yay. What a great intro. Well, what a great intro and a little plug for our, for for you on our show. I love it. You got it all in there. You even got my middle name. You got I mean, Joan. We, we cover everything. 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 Um, and I love that we have done, uh, we've done, well, we did Zoolander and The Wedding Singer together. Wait, and Tropic Thunder. And Tropic Thunder, that's right. Tropic Thunder. All right, so you're saying that the intro was correct, because sometimes these things, you know, there's a lot of information that is just not right. Uh, The Wikipedia pages? (laughs) Yes, exactly. I I didn't catch any um, glaring mistakes there. I think you got it all. You got, you hit the highlights. Okay. Perfect. What Over would the you, last what would several you, decades? Of of all, I mean, you have you've been so accomplished in in your career. <laughs> what do you like to tell people? It's like if, if someone just made you like, "Hi, I'm Christine." What what would you like people to know? Like, oh, I did this. I'm most proud of this. I mean, that's so hard. And don't say your kids because that's the normal no, default. No, no, we're yeah. talking about oh, career. God, no. Oh my god, and my kids are old now too, so I really don't want. <laughs> yeah. They're like 21 and 18, and uh, they want nothing to do with any of it. But I um. I, I I will be very honest that what I'm most proud of, and there are so many movies that I've been in with incredible people, but the one job and the one thing that I felt like, okay, if I don't get this job, and I was 22 years old when I auditioned for it, if I don't get this, then I might as well just pack it in and yeah. not do this anymore. And that was Marsha Brady because oh. I grew up watching reruns of the Brady Bunch. Yeah. I knew every episode in I knew every line. I I did an impression of her since like elementary school. Oh I, w- I, I worship gonna... Maureen McCormick. Yeah. I love it. so I was like I want to do this right. I want to people said I looked like I was no, like, physically I remember when I first saw that movie because I was uh, obviously the reruns when I was little and I, I remember it was a birthday party. I was like we all went to see the movie and I was like at first I recognized from Hey Dude because um, from before that <laughs> Uh, I was right. I was I was of the age, and then uh, well, I was so like, was I, and I'm older than you. I loved <laughs> Hey Dude. You did, okay. yes. I was you. such a Nickelodeon kid. But such I just remember being like, "Wow, like she looks exactly like, like Marsha Brady." Yeah. It was just like, "How did they find I mean, you like, were this actress?" This. Like it was the most uncanny thing I've ever seen. <laughs> well, and almost I would say it was so like almost, and and thankfully I did get the job. Thankfully mm-hmm. I did my homework. I, what I had heard after the fact because they I, I auditioned. I think I made may have auditioned a second time, and then I got I got it fairly easily. When whereas the rest of the cast. The ones who played all of my siblings, they, we, we had them on our podcast and they told their audition stories where they were like seven auditions, eight uh-huh. auditions, nine auditions. Oh, mixed, and they were like, you basically strutted in and got the job. <laughs> but I, they, it didn't feel like that because I, it was so high stakes for me. Yeah. But I almost, I think to a fault because I still to this day 
get mistaken for being the original Marsha yeah. Brady. Yeah. That people will say, I grew up watching your show. They think I'm Maureen McCormick. <laughs> oh they God. really, I They're swear like, to wow, God. You and look great. Do you just kind of go with it though? She's, I do. Yeah, I, yeah. I tried making corrections at the beginning. Yeah. No, no, no. She was in, I was in, and I realized why, why? Yeah. It's yeah. an honor to think, like let just them think that. I mean, how I, I, mean I still like, I just love Maureen. So it's mm-hmm. like, let's be interchangeable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure she gets it every now and again. Yeah. And I, I've met Maureen a few times because she's one of my Dance with the Stars buddies. And yes. I mean, she's just such a lovely, lovely, yeah, so lovely sweet. person. She oh. seems, I, 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 I follow her on Instagram. I, I sort of think I'm her friend from afar. Uh-huh. We met at the sequel, um, the premiere of a very Brady sequel. Yeah. Um, but I just think she's delightful. Yeah. I think everything about, I just love her. I love well, her. So be um, such a bond between someone that gets to play the same character. I mean, it's, you have to be like sisters at that point. And honestly, I think she was a good sport about mm-hmm. it, too, because she I think she knew I, when we shot the first movie, all of the original cast members did cameos except for Maureen. Oh, really? Yeah. And Eve Plum, mm-hmm. uh, Marsha and Jan. They didn't do cameos. And I understand because I'm sure for them at that point, it was like we've yeah. moved on. E- and also, are Eve they Plum. making fun of us? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing interviews with Eve Blonde just being like, I'm over it. Like, I don't care anymore. Like. I'm not Jan Brady. Just like leave me right. alone. But this right. movie was so great because it was supposed to be camp and it was supposed to be just oh, a fun it was joke, you know, an, an yes. elevated version of the Brady but bunch. Specifically yes. you and Jennifer Cox were just so good. I mean, did you well, just and die we were all the two the... fans? Yes. We were the yeah. two big Brady fans. She so we were me. She so. kills me in oh, everything. But the two of you were just like so spot on perfect for that. Uh-huh. It just killed me. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> and how strangely we've become like memes and uh-huh. gifts and things like oh, that I mean, over the, the years. Who the Marsha memes, like with your hair, brushing your the hair. Sure I, I, I use it all. The Sir Jan is like I use that every oh I mean, you are literally Sir Jan. Like you are part of a, like oh an iconic God. moment. Sure Jan. Sure I mean, Jan. Yeah. Sure Jan. I think we use that like daily. <laughs> daily. <laughs> sure Jan. <laughs> Sure um, it can. does bring up a little bad memories because I don't know if you know this, but I had the Brady Bunch house in my hands for about 24 hours before they ripped it away from me. Yes. Yeah. Wait, stop it. Yeah. This yeah. was the recent yeah. well, sale no, the one before the, the one bef- the sale okay, before, before they did the renovation. Yeah, before yeah they right did before. The- I, was, mm-hmm. I had this great idea, Christine, that I want. I was going to you know, produce this show where every season you take an iconic film or television house that we know, the Home Alone movie house, uh, the Brady Bunch house, the Golden Girls house, and you go in and you redo it just like you know the TV show and, I don't know, you show the whole making of the rebuilding of it. Um, and so I wanted to start that with the Brady house and it, you know, it came up for sale. I'm like, I've always said, if this goes up for sale, I, I need this house. Like it was such a part of my childhood. Uh, and then it was a fun little bidding war and then we ended up winning it. And then all yeah. of a sudden the next day they call they're like, um, so HGTV has come in and said that they're just going to buy it from anyone. So it's like, they, sorry, we're taking the house from you. After they already <laughs> said you got it. It was so mean. That oh. is insane. That's yeah. very upsetting. I understand that there. I understand I'm sure it was a blessing, though. We do not strike need, did not nerve. need it. It would have been fun. It would have been, been fun. fun. But, but, uh, yeah. but the girl who just bought it recently uh, was a little upset. She's like, wait a minute. So you're saying that the kitchen is not even a functional kitchen? Because they built it as a TV set. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so, right. yeah. It was crazy. 
crazy though how realistic it was. On it the was. Inside. It was. It was magical uh, going in that house. Yeah. It was. It was something. Yeah. But uh, no, I have no hard feelings for HGTV <laughs> for HGTV. anymore. Yeah. I still anymore. have to watch that. I. I never. I haven't watched that. I've been saving that for. Yeah, it was, I mean, now it was it's okay. Years, but, yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was okay. They, Not, yeah. 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 I had, All right. I had, I had you had notes. I have notes. Always has notes. Well, Christine, let's not talk about Brady anymore, uh, which I could all day long. Um, but let's let's start at the beginning. I love having my teen idols on this show, and uh, especially our female teen idols, because we we always get these boy banders on the show. It's great, but like to have like legit my, one of my first teen idols uh, to be on the show with me uh, is so exciting. So take us back to the beginning before we get into your career. Uh, where are you from? I am from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up there, very, you know, middle America. Very. Is that you know, where Joe Biden's from, or is he somewhere around there? No. Okay. I don't know I if he's from not not from is Allentown. But although Billy, yeah, he's Delaware, oh, I think. Delaware. But oh, okay. I think there's yeah. some Pennsylvania. <laughs> there's, okay. Yeah. They're neighboring states, okay. but um, he uh. I um oh, he's from Scranton. Oh, he's from Scranton. He's from Scranton. That's it. That's he's it. That's from it. Okay. Scranton. Oh, see, that I should I should really know that. That's terrible. <laughs> I think I must have too, but um I still think of Scranton as the office. Right. Oh, me so too. There's always things that just override. But uh, I and also Billy Joel was the one who sort of put us on the okay. map for better Maybe or worse. That's why I know the name so well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. From the song. And mm-hmm. it was, you know, so it was very sort of middle America suburbia mm-hmm. growing up. But I loved plays i love doing the theater i love musical theater and i remember in second grade at our at our church seeing a production of godspell Mm -hmm. and it was like i'm eight years old and i just was like i I have to do that like i i wanted to meet these teenage kids who Mm -hmm. were like superstars to me um i went to 12 years of catholic school um and i just got into doing, you know, school plays. Mm-hmm. And that's really how it started. And then when I was in high school and doing some, co- and then I did some community theater and um, a local manager, talent manager who had a daughter who had done some work in LA who had been on a TV series and she was trying to sort of do some, you know, kid, child management out of Allentown mm-hmm. by way of New York City. Right. And she saw me at a show and said, would you ever be interested in auditioning professionally like for commercials or um and at that point i was 16 so and i went in and auditioned for a burger king commercial and uh got the commercial and it was like a big national two burgers for a buck ah. campaign <laughs> i could still recite it um we don't have that and... anymore <laughs> no, <we> sure <laughs> no, they sure nope. they sure don't that, that dates me that tells you how old i am too um but that was yeah that was like in the late 80s and then um yeah it was like i was 16 years old and in high school and it was a big deal in allentown like you know lance when you're like from a little town and something big happens (laughs) i just remember when they started coming down to mississippi to cast some things and uh my friend denman anderson was which i went to junior high with uh got cast as one of one of the people it was uh oh what was that that was uh uh, uh, <laughs> like the war movie. No, well, there it was. Oh, the no. war was the other one that oh. I auditioned for, and yeah. like it was so funny because the first movie I auditioned for was called The War, and they came to Mississippi because okay. they needed authentic, you know, southern sounding people. Uh, it was what's the 
the book uh, about like on the Mississippi River, uh, Hook oh, Finn. Oh, Huckleberry Finn. Uh, Huckleberry Finn. So whatever movie that was, he was cast in that, and I was so yeah. jealous that he got to be in a movie. Oh. I'm like, oh, he's gonna go off and be a huge star, uh, and he's gonna leave us behind. Did he? Uh, he did a few more movies. Yeah. Okay. He did. He did. But, he showed you. Yeah. Uh, so. Your first thing was a Burger King commercial. What, yes. What I used to do back in the day, I have not done this in a while and I think we should, is I like to bring my entertainment friends over like at a party or a game night. Oh, yeah. But you have to bring your very first thing you ever did and we all have to watch it. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> it's, yes. It can be so embarrassing and awkward. Oh, my God. We did that with... Uh, with my friend Emmanuel Shariki, uh, we did it. Um, my very first movie I did uh, was with her. On the line. And so I had, you know, my significant other and her significant other. Like, you know what? <laughs> let's watch For it. For funsies, we're going to watch this. You know, I've not seen it <laughs> since the premiere, but, you know, let's let's do this. Uh-huh. Mortifying. More, it was, I, it, it, I thought it would be just funny to watch. It was just oh, mortifying. No. no, it was hilarious. And the sexual tension between you <laughs> yes. two was just palpable. Oh, I bet. It was oh, palpable, yeah. right? It really, palpable. It just, palpable. It just went off the screen <laughs> like you love it. God. <laughs> that is such a funny idea, though. We had that idea way back when, not that specifically, mm. but when all like in the, you know, I would say like late 90s, early 2000s, all of our friends who had done tons of pilots that just never saw the light of day. And we all had like VHS copies or a DVD copy of it. And we tr- we kept trying to get failed pilot night yeah. put together I where like everyone would put and because some of them were so like you said, like you think it'll be funny and some are just <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. And you're de- of course we're devastated at the time that it didn't get picked up. But um, yeah. though, you know, those a pilot is that thing you put your blood, sweat and tears into. You think it's going to be this big series and I mean... most of them never that's it it's for you I've like they never of, see the light of i think day. i've done six or seven pilots none of them none of them went yeah you're a show killer I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a pilot killer. i know i can killer. rival you but yeah. i'm a pilot killer i yeah. am too i really am hey dude was not because we didn't really shoot a pilot we no. just it was just sort of it. Yeah. they sort of knew they were going to have a series so mm. i didn't kill that one but yeah. most after that I, I think i did one other pilot that got picked up the rest Dead. I know. Dead. And I hear these stories all the time. But yeah, you do start taking a little personally like, well, am I the bad luck of all this? I because know. you go through right. pilot after pilot. And then there's shows that I would join and then they would end the next season. I'm like, am I a show killer now, too? <laughs> I mean, literally, the last pilot I did last year was L.A. Law. Like the L.A. Law with Blair and the Blair whole, Underwood bring it all back. The whole it's a slam course. dunk. It's a slam and dunk. And I'm like, well, nope. this is, you know, and they already had the merchandise made and like, oh, like Stop. this is going to be a reoccurring character. This is going to be awesome. That didn't even get picked up. No. Oh, no. I'm like, Lance. I think I should it. maybe just like, hang up my hat. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, let's get a new hobby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, but like, you can't take it so personally. Like, I think no, you, learn, you really can't. The older you get, the more you're just like, okay, I can take this. Yeah. This happens. Everyone has yes. the same story. And then you literally have ask every single one of your friends and they're like oh yeah so yeah. let's give a frosted tip right now what do you tell these new actors coming into this business uh how do you warn them that things like this will probably happen well i think you know here's the thing because i have a 21 year old daughter and an 18 year old son who both want yes. to go into the business uh-huh. our daughter and both are seniors right now our daughter's graduating college mm-hmm. drama major juilliard son, right Juilliard yeah. drama major. She is such senioritis. She's so ready to be done. But and then I son graduating high school and he wants to go into a, a theater program somewhere, too. And so anyway, it, they're both just like, what are you know, 
you you and dad had it like you got you guys got so lucky you guys mm-hmm. got and so there is there is an element of luck there's no question of sure. like i look at where i, w- I was in allentown pennsylvania yeah. i didn't come from a show business family i did some plays it was the coincidence of right this time woman. right place yep right time right place mm-hmm. you you know it's it's having those little mini moments but now i feel like this generation because of social media because of youtube because of all the, there's so many platforms all i say to to young talent and actors and my kids friends is create your own content like make something record it because now there's ways to get it seen there's way like i was not i we didn't have that i mean we we i played like pretend in my like i remember the tv series this predates you guys there was a tv series based on the movie fame and it was like it was on in the 80s and they had soundtracks and that of course my friends and i would after school like fifth sixth grade we'd all get together go in the basement play the songs and like just like we didn't have video cameras to shoot it Mm. we were just doing it for fun and singing along but the technology now i mean anyone can be you know their own director or own writer their own creator so i always just say write create don't yeah. sit around waiting don't exactly. sit around waiting you gotta always just keep creating and keep yeah. moving otherwise there's a million others are you doing the exact same thing it's like a double-edged sword now mm-hmm. because you have now so many people there's so many more avenues but there are literally thousands of times more people now doing and, the exact right. same thing you're doing yep. and so many people just want to be famous, famous yes, right and that's the it's other not thing about you're focusing on just the, the fame and not actually working yeah. on being good at something and that's how you really make it if you want an actual career yeah. you got to be good at what you do and there is a yes. difference between those and i think uh you know the re- real entertainers out there especially on you know tiktok and all that the ones that are really you know, great at creating uh, content and great actors, great musicians, they kind of get a little poo-pooed on because of these ones that just are there to be famous and doing something, right. you know, it's like, okay, yes. what can I do to get attention just right. so I can become famous, but have no Some sort of art. viral moment exactly. and there's instant yeah. success, instant overnight. And yeah. it's that you can't chase. Mm-hmm. That no. to me is, oh, a, yeah. is what did you, is, uh, your kids are obviously probably on social media. Uh, were you scared about them? You know, getting like just putting their lives on display like that. We didn't have to do that as a kid. You know, no, if you, if you wanted really, to learn no. about us, you read Bot Magazine, you know, and half of that exactly. probably wasn't true. But, you know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My and favorite the, color and by the is way, not red. <laughs> yeah, hard hitting. And also, it felt like it was a big moment too. If you, I remember for for you know our, our little show on Hey Dude, because we were Nickelodeon, it wasn't sort of this huge network platform. Mm-hmm. If we ended up in one of those magazines, it was so cool for us. We were oh, like, oh, yeah. my gosh. Like, yeah. we, 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 somebody found us. Yeah, somebody we're famous. saw us somewhere. <laughs> we had a very different sort of teen experience uh, than you guys, yeah. Lance. Well, you <laughs> did. We talked about this on uh, on your yeah. show, Hey Dude. Yeah. Um, you know, because where did y'all film that? Did y'all film that in Arizona? Where were Tucson. Tucson. Tucson, Arizona. Yes. yes. So you were out of Hollywood. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're teenagers doing the show for Nickelodeon. And I was talking to you about how, you know, our experience was, you know, when I was 16, I joined this band and, you know, you had, you know, this management around you. Uh, you didn't know if you were being taken advantage of at all. Uh, we felt like we had, you know, guardians around us, but we probably didn't. Uh, but you felt protected on your show. Strangely. Yeah. And I think because it was 
Tucson, Arizona. And because it was such a, a it was this small production company, yeah. which strangely was from Knoxville, Tennessee. So it mm. was like this, these Southern love bugs yeah. <laughs> were kind of taking care of us. And, yeah. and, uh, and, but yet very lax. Like mm. we just happened to be fairly good kids yeah. who weren't like pushing the envelope. We were so like David and I, like we were all like sort of 16. So we just sort of, we're in awe of the, having this experience mm-hmm. and and kind of rule followers. Like mm-hmm. we were definitely. We but did y'all like play spin up. the bottle? I'm pretty <laughs> sure y'all, y'all played spin the ball at some point. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we played a few of those. Uh-huh. Um, but we uh, no, we did. We did feel a little, I think, uh, protected just because of even just geographically like yeah. where we were we were not in the heart of the the pulse of show business and yeah. we were not getting you know our picture taken by paparazzi or anything like that it really wasn't until like the show had been on for a couple of years and we had moved to LA yeah. and then we saw that we had a little bit of a fan base mm-hmm. who you know has it, it, now it's like you know grown people who are like I watched you growing up and and like it, it's amazing yeah. because we just didn't really know at the time yeah um, were your parents super supportive of you wanting to become an actress I mean so supportive mm. in the most I think like blind faith way you could ever imagine like mm. knew absolutely nothing yeah. like this woman came along and was like, hey, do you there's an appointment if you want to. And my mom, I, you know, my mom drove me into New York City and like we parked at the parking garage, Manhattan parking plaza right out, out of the Lincoln Tunnel and hailed cat. Like we had no yeah. idea what we were doing, but it just seemed like a fun opportunity. And I, I never remember having to push my parents and say like please 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 it was always just like what a great opportunity i don't think they ever expected it to snowball the way it did right um and i just feel like they oh and and you know i will say because my dad is sort of like the the my mom is the more the the extrovert Mm -hmm. in in the family my dad was sort of like the the quiet teddy bear Mm -hmm. type and 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 i remember i had been living in la for a couple of years after hey dude and it was hard. It was like I would get a job, like I'd get an episode of Saved by the Bell and then I would not work for months and then I would get a little like, but not nothing regular. I had some money in the bank from Hey Dude, so I didn't have to wait tables at that point yet. Yeah. But I, it was getting sort of I feel like I was just sort of starting to lose steam and just like, I don't know if I'm like I don't know if this is for me. Like, I don't, this is hard. This is hard between jobs. I have some good friends, but what am I doing? Should I get a real job? Should I go back to college? And I remember my dad came out to visit and a man, a few words, and he just said, I believe in you. And I, like, that's all I needed to hear. It was like, if you want to stay, you have our full support. Wow. Give it, give it a couple more months. And you know, it's like those moments that I remember. I really look back on that moment. Cause if my dad at that point had said, you know what? Because he's a businessman. I mean, he was like a ran his own small business um, in Pennsylvania. And he could have very easily said, it's not practical. You know, you're going to run out of money soon. You're going to need to get a real job. But he didn't say any of those things. Because Um, in most cases, that is what happens. You know, it's like we... Uh, Absolutely. And you hear all these horror stories. I mean, I see so many friends going through this, you know, people moving out for pilot season, which there is not anymore. Um, It doesn't exist, right? Yeah. Um, You know, it's and especially at such at that age too. like having to deal with such an adult 
problem at such a young age. You were a kid still uh, trying to figure out this this profession. Um, And then you have all the people around you that, you know, you don't know who you can trust. Uh, Well, I mean, I feel like you when you talked about that on our, you mm -hmm. know, the episode you came on. I mean, the the amount uh, I think the takeaway for us was how hard you guys were working. Like when Mm -hmm. you said you did not have a break it was like uh-uh. they kept going they kept going and you're you're on you're yeah. touring and you're recording mm-hmm. music and you're doing choreography and you're showing up here and you're this appearance that like who who was yeah. looking out for you yeah. and, and you guys no. were riding the wave too mm-hmm. right yeah. so you were you felt like the answer would have to be yes of right? course we're, because you're always told out of sight out of mind yeah. out of sight out of right. mind and you know, being raw blind during the whole thing yeah so. uh, they keep you busy enough so <laughs> that you don't you see them like, pickpocketing i know how many times did you stay at your house in Orlando? in Orlando, I mean, I lived there, I don't know how many years, but yeah, I mean, uh, less than 20 times. I think I've slept in my bed. <laughs> there. Yeah, you were just never there. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're just, we were always on the road, but that also was a different time. As a musician yeah. back then, you had to. You had to be on the road 24 7. You had to go to every single radio station around the world. Right. Uh, and it would take you sometimes months to get through them. And then you just start the whole process over. Now, kids are like, Okay, I uploaded my song. I'm going to take a two-month vacation right now. Thanks, guys. And now it's number one on (laughs) iTunes in two hours. Yay. And now we can just Zoom every interview. Yeah, and we just Zoom every interview. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Yeah, I mean, the kids will never understand. We'll never understand. Walking 20 miles in the snow every day to work. Uphill. (laughs) My dad used to always say that to me, and I believed it for so long. And then finally, I'm from Miami Beach, so I was not very bright as a young kid. And then finally I was like, Dad, there are no hills or snow here. You've been lying this whole time. I was maybe eight when I figured that oh, out. Oh, man, that's a little too old for I that. Know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's okay. So, you know, those Miami Miami private schools don't do so well I for know. you. Clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, L.A., Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything L.A. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Well, as someone who makes people laugh, who are your comedian icons? Like, who did you love? Oh, my gosh. That is such a great question. I mean, I feel like I grew up loving, like, I loved all John Hughes movies. Like, I just felt like that sense of humor and sensibility. And those all have such heart as well, too, Mm -hmm. you know. But I think of those movies and I think of... Steve Martins and the John Candies and, you know, Ben will correct me and say those were got like the Martin Shorts and the John Candy. They all came from SCTV, which was was Ben's comedy training, which I didn't even know of SCTV until Ben and I got together. And he started showing me, you know, the the, the, all these like that. Those people, the Catherine O'Hara's, the mm-hmm. Eugene oh, Levy, so good. Um, I mean, you it's know, crazy how many. It's like what came out of Mickey Mouse Club. It's just like this. Oh these incredible no, people, unreal, <laughs> yeah. unreal. I look at the movies like to me when I saw uh, Waiting for Guffman oh. and like my, Christopher Guest, oh. and that it like there's the, the, that movie is com- comedy perfection. It, it is, is. It's next level. It is. It's next level. It's and, so and, and smart and so brilliant that like this, this mm-hmm. tiniest things you laugh at. Like it's just. But so I love good. things like I love when there's groups of actors that do movies. Like waiting for Guffman, that whole Guffman crew. You know they've done so many movies together. I'm yeah. waiting for that a new crew like that uh, yeah. to start making. And movies. I, I mm-hmm. yeah, I felt like even you know when Ben and I met, I was a fan of Ben's. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. had watched the Ben Stiller show, mm-hmm. and I knew like. I knew like like flirting with disaster. This was before Mm -hmm. something about Mary. He did this movie that was like 
a David O. Russell movie with yeah. Patricia Arquette and Tay Leone and Josh Brolin. And mm-hmm. it was like that to me was comedy genius. Like Alan Alda and Lily Tomlin were in that. So when I met Ben and like got a glimpse into his world and at the time like his Ben Stiller show cast was Janine Garofalo and Bob Odenkirk and mm-hmm. Andy Dick and they were like they were a version of that for me too where yeah. I was like these people are geniuses together and they're sort of like they were a little older than me but my generation like that I yet I couldn't I was not like a sketch comedy I was not trained in sketch comedy mm-hmm. I mean I feel like I I lucked into comedy because I had I I loved it growing up and I had a funny family but then it was really just doing that Marsha Brady impression yeah. that people suddenly <laughs> felt like I was well, no, you just have you know, it you have trained that, in comedy you have that comedic timing which is really hard <laughs> it is to just you just yeah. have to naturally it's have. a natural thing I yeah. think you can't force it mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, it's true well how tell my listeners how you and Ben met oh my gosh Ben and I met at an audition yeah. He, I went into audition for him. Yeah. So, like, get, what I just spoke about, mm-hmm. like being a fan of his. So, I get this call for this, uh, an audition for a, a, mo- a pilot that did not get picked up. <laughs> and let me tell you the cast too. Um, it was a pilot that Ben Stiller was directing. That and that and and at this point, something about Mary had come out. Like he, Ben had sort of like hit stratospheric yeah. levels as an actor but he was directing this and i knew he was a director i loved reality bites um and uh cable guy and and so he was directing this pilot and jack black was the star of it and owen wilson was going to be the voice of jack black's talking motorcycle because it was a pilot called <laughs> heat vision and jack and it was about a, a man jack and his talking motorcycle so it's sort of like a send-up of like Knight Rider meets Star Trek meets it's very it was very Mm sci-fi really ahead of its time like that's one of those failed pilots that you can find because it's on YouTube you should just bring that back out now because that I feel like that would get picked up on Netflix tomorrow (laughs) this is this is I say this is what this is Mm -hmm. this is my husband I Mm -hmm. feel like he's he's always 10 years ahead of Uh his time with certain things sometimes they hit right but literally Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, there's so, so many so many shows that I pitched like 15 years ago, and they're now. I'm and like, now, oh, there's there's my show. That yeah. There's that idea not, that uh, I had. Pick up, yeah. <laughs> That's hard. You have to yeah. just know that the t- the it, it all comes back. It's all gonna collide, and it will all work in, um, in yeah, due time. I'm just waiting for it. I'm just waiting for it. Uh, <laughs> Now, uh, so we anyway, the uh, point was we met. I auditioned for him. Yeah. I was really nervous, and I also really felt like this was one of my like c- comedically. I was like, there's nobody funnier than Ben Stiller right now, and he was so serious in the audition. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, oh my god, I've worked, I had worked already worked with Adam Sandler and the wedding singer, and, and he, you know, like Adam's like a like he's singing, he's doing funny things. Ben was like total eye contact. Mm-hmm talk looked you right in the eye yeah. when you were talking it was not not cracking jokes he was like okay try this and it was really it was a comedic show yeah. but he was so into the directing and so and i was like oh my god he's so serious and he's really like you know that, that was the real deal um and then it turned out he didn't want to cast me because he felt like he only saw marcia brady when oh, she came no. in <laughs> so Do when you felt I came like in. that typecast you a lot going after that Yes, yeah. I'm sure I it really did. Really do. I get it because I, people can't look at me as the non 18 year old in sync guy. 
you know, it's like they can't get sweetie pie. Right. Exactly. Uh Like that. They Mm -hmm. people still see that. And I do. I mean, I don't think now, obviously, but I do feel like right after the movie came out, it was almost like. Yeah, she's just a really good Marsha Brady impressionist. Yeah. She looks too much like Marsha Brady. Yeah. And I I didn't like dramatically change my look either. Yeah. I didn't like cut my hair. But and, it was and, such you know. a huge movie. When you do something so huge and so iconic, people just yeah. get stuck with you right there. You know, which is yes. great to be a part of something like that. But yeah, going forward, you're like, okay, now look at me. At, like yes. this well, especially here. when that's like your first big break is yeah. something like so exactly. iconic. Almost like like Napoleon Dynamite. Mm. You know, he uh, exactly whatever is John Ritter. He mm. it was such this iconic, nuanced, specific role that after the fact, you couldn't really see him in anything else. Yeah. I know yeah, it's yeah. real and and it's so true. I felt like an, it, the initial when it first came out, it was it was tough to kind of break through and, and have people see me for something else. And, and you know, um, and ben, what was funny was at the time, like Ben didn't want to cast me and then the studio did want to cast me. Oh. So he they ended up kind of forcing me on him. And <laughs> so it was and a, then he was. Yes. And then it was we like, yourself on him. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> We did a lot. Like, it was funny. We laughed a lot on set. And he he told me the whole story. Yeah. I don't think I even knew the story yeah. that I didn't get hired at first. And then yeah. he told me. I was like, oh, my God. That's even worse. <laughs> I know. No kidding. You denied me. Oh, my gosh. Um, I also, you know, the first movie I was talking about with Manuel Shriki, uh, one of my co-stars, was Jerry Stiller. Your, that's, your I was going to say that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he was such a lovely Lovely, Matt. We had so much fun on set together. Um, his wife was so incredible because she was she was a oh yeah. I mean, she scared me. She really did. Uh, I remember the first day that we were you know filming. She comes up. She's like, Lance, if you f- this up for my husband, I will. Kill Wait, you. Anne? Like, yes, and I'm like, what? Oh, you I mean, mean you mean Anne? Ju- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know if you meant like the who played his oh, wife no, in the no, movie. Anne, oh no, like, no, oh, oh yes, that sounds like Anne. Oh, as yeah. soon as you said yeah. it, <laughs> I mean, she's always like joking oh. like that, but F-bombing. it feels F-bombing. so like, oh my god, this woman's really gonna kill me. She was so great too, and everything she was in, she was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. That was her sort of way of disarming. Uh-huh. It was that was her lead in, and yeah. then she became mush because right. she's like this. You know, she mm-hmm. was like, but that is the the it, that <laughs> I could hear her voice saying, that, "Lance, oh, yep. <laughs> just so myself, I will kill you." <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great. I'm like, I love you. You're the oh. best. But yeah, one of my favorite scenes in the movie was with Jerry. It was. You know, finally the moment, the you know the heartfelt moment, and it was it was with him, and I don't know, I just I just loved it. We had a great time together, and oh, it must be. I mean, look, so I mean, sweet. and you're in a family full of these legends. I mean, you and Ben and Jerry and Anne. I mean, are your were your holidays just always laughing? I feel like it would oh just be like gosh. the funniest thing ever. Yes, yeah. and because I think Ben's parents were so different than my parents. I mean, yeah. they're. Upper West Side, liberal. Like, I grew up in very conservative Pennsylvania. I feel, like, I feel like our parents are the same parents. Like, everything yeah, you said it, about your family is my family. And the same with yeah. mine. Yeah, and then his family right? is I'm family. from Miami Beach, very liberal Jewish family. And he's from yeah. you know, Mississippi, Southern Baptist. Uh, not that. You know? Right. <laughs> and yet, something magical about... That was, I think, the magic of Ann and Jerry also, was that they didn't see any of that like when when ben and i met and we did the whole like family gathering and we did it in pennsylvania and i remember ann and jerry show up at my parents house in allentown mm. you know my parents hosted this thing in allentown for family we had just gotten engaged and the doorbell rings and ann and jerry show you know the driver had 
brought them in from the city. And Jerry immediately was like, is Trexler Town near here? Because I... I bought stock in a mall in Trexler Town. I was like, Jerry, that's literally like walking distance from here. <laughs> so he was immediately like, I want to go see the Trexler Town mall. Yeah, I want to see what I invested in. And we went in a little dry. I was like, I don't know if it was the greatest investment. It's yeah. not doing, it's not well, really mall's hopping. A, mall's kind of went downhill after that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but they were just such, lo- they, they, they just embraced my family yeah. in such a way, like, and yes, holidays, Thanksgiving tables, some of the stories that- How um, awkward was it know. when they first dropped the F-bomb in front of your family? <laughs> well, it was so funny because, it, my, you know, my, my Catholic mother mm-hmm. and <laughs> just, she fell in love with Anne, though. Yeah. That's what I love is it sort of brought yeah. out, like, they just bonded immediately. Mm-hmm. But the funniest was when they became, like, Grandma Annie and Grandpa Jerry for the the kids. And yeah. that was where we finally had to say, like, Anne, you got to- Dial it back. Dial it back. (laughs) They're like two and five. Two and five. We don't want that to be their lead word when they walk into preschool and kindergarten. Um, But they, they, you know, it was great. We moved from L.A. to New York when the kids were eight and five. And Ann and Jerry, like, so they got to still have some really great quality time. Like, if we had stayed in L.A., they would have missed a lot of of the best times yeah. with with their grandparents mm-hmm. um and so we they they have great memories they have so many <laughs> we're really lucky you're happier more on the east coast aren't you i love it yeah. i love the changing of the seasons yeah. however la is still my home away from home like right, I, I i i haven't been there in a year this is like the longest I've gone without a trip back and it's just, you know, it was just obviously like life stuff and kids and mm-hmm. my, my full-time job right now is getting these kids out of their respective schools yeah. in one piece, uh-huh. because as I said, so we haven't traveled there in a while, but when I go, it's like all the old haunts that are still around mm-hmm. i just have memories of you know like well, the your Formosa core memories. And the, 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 well at everything. our age yes. you know growing up here you know as teenagers it is the core memories that you create here and it, it will always feel like home i've been in and out of here for 20 years and i you know i call la home um, yes you know yes. And I, and I it always will always will. be that to me and yeah. my some of my dearest friends are still there and i so it's it's we live here but i still yeah. I still Your consider it. Hearts here. Yes. Um, okay. So now that the kids are going to be out of school, what are you wanting to do now <laughs> that you don't have the responsibility of a high schooler anymore? Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I, first of all, I hear people talk about, like, I, I hear people say the word boredom or lonely like i don't yeah. even know what those yeah. words mean. <laughs> like, yeah i was like give me boredom and loneliness well, for know. like a day all, I, just being a solitude like when i got covid last summer not was it last, not this past summer the summer before mm-hmm. we had taken a trip we got it we tested like i wasn't feeling great and i got covid and got you know isolated into like another section of the yeah. house greatest five days of my life great single greatest five days of my life i didn't have to make a meal i didn't have to do laundry i got to watch i just watched game of thrones i loved it i loved it see that's exactly i I think i need to do this every year (laughs) that's why i've gotten covid 20 times (laughs) 
He just it's, keeps getting well, it. It's so weird. I was going to say, especially where you guys are so in it oh, right yeah. now. You are so in it. Yes, um, we are. Two-year-olds are – I couldn't imagine. I mean, they were no. born, you know – during covid um yeah but it wasn't the craziness of like the first couple of years right um i could not imagine having well what there was one time you got covid and i had yeah. to have the kids for by myself for six but at days least they were still very young yeah they weren't, they weren't moving yeah they, at least they weren't going to roll <laughs> off the couch at that yeah, point yeah they were stationary uh -huh. right but, but it was it was a lot <laughs> yeah it's when they start to move that's oh, when yeah. things get crazy God, it's a lot. and i still don't think he really had covid but you know what that's it's good it's <laughs> you're fine. right i think it's fine i was in all that i was in that pain throwing up <laughs> fun oh god so yes um, uh, so in answer like to me. your question yeah. i would like to I, the, the just the thought of being able to sort of on a whim do something fun with a girlfriend or Ben mm -hmm. and I getting to go away and do yeah. something without having to worry about the kids schedules. Mm -hmm. That sounds amazing. But, you know, the, a lot of the jobs, like a lot of the things I haven't even put in the mix of, of a possibility for me now that especially now that I'm living in New York, mm -hmm. like I would love to do a play. I would yeah. like an off Broadway play. Yeah. What, like. Yeah. Because that's a different schedule. That's a night schedule that you mm -hmm. can't do when you've got kids at home. And I would love to do something like that. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. feel like it, there's like a next, like a next chapter that mm -hmm. I am. You would know. you ever uh, join a musical? Because I know you did musical theater as huh. younger. I just the voice, the voice, Lance. <laughs> Look, there's there's plenty of people that it don't was have good like back then incredible voice. It's just you know, it's about how you use the voice. On it's Broadway. true. It would uh -huh. it, it it would be very daunting. Mm -hmm. It would be the thing that I would immediately want to say no to because mm -hmm. I of just pure fear. Yeah. But but know how much I would love it. So yeah. and and you can work with like it's there. I can carry a tune. Of course, it's yeah. not. Please, it has been, not been. I mean, it, look at uh, multiple squeaky. Real Housewives that have been on Broadway at this true. point. Okay, exactly. And let me tell you, <laughs> they cannot sing. Yeah, and look at people like I love like Josh Gad to me is one of my favorites because he does <sighs> such great plays, but also musicals. Doesn't have the best voice in the world, but he he uses it in a way that just works perfectly for Broadway yeah. and even yeah, playing yeah, Olaf yeah. and all that. Um, no, so, no, no. You all, yeah, yeah. You, you definitely need to act. You need to mm -hmm. be able to act it too yeah. before you can just have the voice. So I, I never say never, mm -hmm. never say never. But, and I'm really trying to just say yes to more things. Yeah. Like I'm at that stage in my life yeah. too. Well, let's not say yes to the same pilot. <laughs> let's, you and I will oh. not ever say well, yes. Well, maybe a double actually, negative. Actually, a double yeah. negative might turn positive. So maybe. Guys, you need to get a pilot. Should. You actually yeah. have to do a pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Two two pilot killers cross yes. each other out and it's make a, a pilot. pilot. <laughs> winner. I think it's just birth a pilot. It's basic math, really. It is. Yeah. It's gay and women math. <laughs> yeah, it's gay math. Yeah. Yeah, gay uh -huh. math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, success. Um, speaking of music, what did you what did you grow up with? Who did you love uh, musically? And do you remember your first concert? Okay, this this is where I really get nerdy, and okay. it goes right back into musical theater. It mm -hmm. was. All show tunes. Yeah. All show tunes. Then it was Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. of course. That was my first concert. The Jackson oh, Five. Oh, that was my nice. first concert. That's a good That's one. A good one. Um, it was, uh, although going way back, I think my real first concert was Donnie and Marie when yeah. I was like eight. <laughs> yeah. At the Allentown Fairgrounds. Did you ever but get to tell the them The Jackson that? Five. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get to. I don't uh, know them at oh, all. Oh, you never met them? Uh, no. I feel like no. y'all would have run into each other because they had that. 
Donnie Marie show for a while. Yes. You did that oh, show yeah. a few times. Yes. Oh. No, Donnie Marie, I was like, a, I, as a little, I loved mm. Donnie Marie. But um, no, my music taste was so, like, uh, it was so bad. I think because Billy Joel put um, Allentown on the show, like, I love mm. Billy Joel. You can't not love Elton John, like some, Barbra Streisand, mm, Barry yeah. Manilow. Like this is this is the world I was living in. Nice. There was no rock, really. <laughs> this was very just <laughs> yeah. to the point where when I and this is like I don't think I've ever publicly said this, but I was dating a a, a musician in L.A. in like the early nineties. And he was struggling musician, great songwriter. Like he he would play different clubs and stuff. And and this is really bad. I cannot believe he didn't break up with me. And this is like 1991. Yeah. And in the conversation, it was somebody said something about Eddie Vedder, and I said, "Who's Eddie Vedder?" Uh-huh. <laughs> at the peak of Pearl Jam, at oh, the peak, yeah. not at the like beginnings yeah. of the spark of it. Yeah peak of Pearl Jam and I had no idea so he gave me a real serious education he stayed with me and then gave me a real serious music education so I my horizons got broadened a bit but how long um, did that relationship last after that that because I think he gave you a window he's like okay I can't do it I was gonna say it did kind of end fairly soon after (laughs) and we did get back together a few years later I Uh, think after he schooled me a bit and then we did get back together for a little bit but um yes I I I always credit him for for was this vanilla ice (laughs) this was not vanilla ice oh god love it it. um was it Neil Patrick Harris you read that on your Wikipedia okay can we talk about Neil Patrick Harris because that was your was was that sexual attention palpable too like Lance I mean here's you know how guys you know how when you because listen Neil that never would have been public knowledge I never went around telling people that but he he (laughs) He did Howard Stern yeah Got it out of him because uh-huh. um, he was, you know, talking about coming out and he said he was dating girls. And and mm-hmm. so I will tell you with Neil, it was such friendship. It was literally mm-hmm. like him asking me out. We went to the Magic Castle. Like we've just like loved hanging out. Mm-hmm. And it was clearly it became very evident to me yeah. very early on. Yeah. Because we also had another friend, a guy friend of mine, who he Neil was obsessed with. <laughs> so we sort of I just hung out. His the best th- friend. <laughs> the three of us hung out. Like we went. Th- like I remember we we took him thrifting because he was auditioning for Rent. It was like really early Neil moments, yeah. and um, and it was just this. It was a f- just this. Yes, it was a beautiful friendship. Yeah. We laughed a lot. He had a great did you make out a lot? Because that's what I did. Like with you my and Danielle, with yes. my ex Danielle, it was just like such a. We made out so much to make up for the nonsense yeah. part of it, right? Uh, but that's what it is. A lot of like just hand holding yeah. and touchy yeah. feely, yeah. but yeah. that's like I, like I I like minus the making out. Mm-hmm. I'm so touchy feely with my gay besties yeah. too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I it, it all like was making sense to yeah. me in real time. Yeah. But you also, it wasn't on me to to yes yeah. to, to bring to, that up. To, to <laughs> so it, it it was a very natural yeah. drift apart. And and um, at that age, yes. as a gay man or gay boy, um, you do 
you're, you're confused on what love really feels like because I know, look, I knew I was gay since yeah. I was very, very, very young, yeah. but right. I never, you know, I knew I'd have to hide it my whole life. I knew I wasn't right. supposed to act on it. So the love feeling, you didn't know what that felt like if you weren't in love yet. So with my ex, I thought that's what love was. And I really, but yeah. I, I didn't realize that I loved her as I, my best friend. Like this was right. like, just, I'm in love with you because you're my best friend. But right, because no you're my soulmate thing. in that way. Yeah. But there's not there's that the mm -hmm. other part of it is not there at all. But you don't know that when yeah. when it's so new in that way. Yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, it's like your meme. Hey, girl, let's just be friends. Let's just be friends. <laughs> That's my Valentine's, your Valentine's Day card. Meme. It's like, hey, girl, let's just be friends. <laughs> oh, it's genius. Oh I God. love it. Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at World Famous Studio Tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. 
It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. GameBridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Please visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. All right, so you said your kids are getting the acting bug right now. Um, now, with all this, the the phrase nepotism in the acting world, um, do y'all get a lot of that? And do you fear that they're going to get a lot of flack for just being in, a, in an entertainment family? Yeah, well, it's really interesting because that, the, the whole Nepo baby, mm. th- that like it, it was almost a year ago when that article came out, yeah. that New Yorker article. Mm. And it, I remember it was a hot topic because mm. it came out like right around the holidays and we were we were all getting together over the holidays. And because, you know, Ben's an original Nepo baby. Yeah. His parents yeah. were Stiller and Mira. Like mm-hmm. it, it when you we had this real sort of like honest conversation because we were all sort of offended by the cover. It was just sort of the snarkiness of that it, article. It was just a hit yeah. piece for sure. With everyone in baby bonnets mm-hmm. and holding bottles. And I always their say, faces. too, it's like, look, you know, Sanford and Sons. OK, so we're going to be mad at him handing over the business to his son or well you know that's yes that's what that was what this conversation Mm. sparked was us saying like my my dad owns a security company in pennsylvania and my brother were like it's a family-owned business like Uh, why is nobody calling everybody babies every business it's every when you, every so school going to it's every everything. everything. It his, you go back into history. I mean, my my to the point where my son got so um, th- he had a project last year as a junior in high school. They they call it this sort of like passion project, and you have to sort of just pick a topic that you want to really do a deep dive and research and answer questions, and it's like a month months long uh, you know project, mm-hmm. and he sparked it from that article and from the conversation we had and he kind of like faced it head on of like listen just because of who my parents are like does that mean I should not go after what I love doing because people are gonna and and it was he it was such it was a great project that Ben you know helped him kind of craft into this fun like script and one man show and it was so cool that as a family, we got to really talk about it because the reality is like it is like you said, it's 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 throughout history, family businesses. It's just because in the entertainment industry, everybody's in front of the you're, yeah, in, you're the in the spotlight. spotlight. Yeah, that's what you grow up with. If your dad is a, a doctor, you might go into the medical yeah. field because that's exactly. what you grew up around. OK, so this is what I think uh, you and Ben should do. Uh, you know, okay. Adam, he had his daughters in the last movie, which they were so incredible in. It was <laughs> awesome. They were so, they were so how, good. I mean, first how of great. all, that so family, we love we love them. Ben and the Adam best. are very, very close uh-huh. and we love them. Like Adam put Ella in Hubie Halloween, which uh, he yeah. did a few years. Uh, Ella yeah, was yeah, in yeah, high yeah. school. Uh-huh. Like Adam is such a family guy uh-huh. and he's like, get everybody in it. Yeah. So tell me what you're thinking. Well, and if it wasn't for Adam <laughs> and Ben, I wouldn't be in some of the most iconic movies ever. I mean, they... They have given me some great gifts for sure. Right. Um, you need to write Nepo Baby. 
You need to just go right into it, <laughs> yes. just like Adam did with his bar mitzvah. You do Nepo Baby, and it's we just YouTube. lean in. Yeah, you just lean right, right I mean, into it and just make the kind of fun of it idea. all. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and we should talk about it more in ten years because uh-huh. we're ten years ahead of it right now. Exactly. Yes. There we go. Yes, <laughs> start it now. Yeah, let's just get that IP <laughs> yes. down because yeah, yes. it's going to be stolen, and we'll have secret sure. meetings about it behind closed doors. <laughs> and in ten years, and then in ten years, time. our kids can be in it, and they can be like super nepo exactly (laughs) do you guys think about it like do you think about like do you is that is do you want to put them in music lessons and singing lessons i think i think parents do that anyway you want to put them in everything you're a musician everything i want them to experience everything everything Uh, you know i want you to to touch that piano touch that guitar i want you to have a singing lesson i want you to kick that soccer ball i just want you to just experience everything and see which one they gravitate to what you love now if i had a wish i would not want them to be in front of the camera because i just know how much pressure that comes with and doesn't matter how thick of a skin you have it still hurts you know i mean just like what we were saying we joke about all the pilots that we don't ever get picked up but it stings (laughs) oh my gosh and as it stings in especially in real time like those that we laugh about it now because look at look at us now (laughs) but at the time when you get that call you're like oh my god oh my god and you do start like you said Mm. is like it's got to be me like i just am not so i i hear that now i would love to protect them i would love to be like if they wanted to go into like film television i would love them to be a director Right. You right. you'd be a famous director, but I still feel like there's so much less pressure of people following you around and like wanting to know every little thing about you. Uh, yes. you know, if you're yes. in music, you know, I would love to be the guitarist, be the drummer, you know, just, you know, be a part of the yeah. band, but don't be like the front guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and just you wait. Yeah, yeah. No, just now you wait. Be, yeah. I'm looking at how like the, how gorgeous and electric you got. Like there's just something tells me <laughs> something tells too. me. Yeah, especially our son. He is an entertainer. Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, the two of them. And you, you know them when they're that lit. Like yeah. I remember our kids that that little yeah. they would walk into the room. Uh-huh. and put on a show and have everybody stop yes. and and he just knows <laughs> exactly he knows how to make you laugh at two years old he knows exactly how to come in a room and make you laugh yeah. it is it's the funniest thing and captivate thing. I know right? we're in trouble it's a trouble and knows trouble. he's cute like trouble. he's he's we're gonna trouble. be troubled because he's uh, that's Yes. He knows yeah. exactly what he's doing. Exactly what he's doing. <laughs> Monster. If you could create a dream project, okay, because a lot of, you know, a lot of us entertainers, we have these dream projects we've been sitting on for years. We're like, God, if I ever had the opportunity or a finance person came and was like, here's a million dollars to make, you know, this film or this TV show pilot that you've always wanted to do. Is there a project that you've always wanted to do? God. No, I mean, the the short answer to that is no mm. because i you know like the the band like the bandwidth for me in these last like you know child rearing years yeah, yeah. that's like i just haven't even allowed myself to go there like the yeah. the closest i've gotten was, would be like i want to do a, like theater i want to do mm-hmm. the, like thinking that but not exactly what right yeah, so yeah. now that's my next that's the next step of like mm-hmm. Because I really also do believe that once you put it, you start putting it out there. I, I'm i a really firm believer that that energy, not that it's like manifests into what yeah. it is, but it's moving. It's moving. You're sort yeah. of moving yourself in a direction of taking action, yep. mm-hmm. even if it's just thought, even if it's just putting it down of like, this would be amazing yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, now, on the flip side of that, 
I have a husband who is has ideas for things and is writing scripts all the time and is so I, you know I, what I would say too going back to the nepo baby thing is like I in a in a in a perfect world I would love to some point somewhere down the line mm. have all four of us be in something that would be so yes. doesn't even have to be starring in it uh, could just be like I, be I I'll, I'll walk through a scene nepo baby like, 2026 i'm telling you it's happening <laughs> it's happening but ben you know ben always did that with his parents and yeah. even with his, his sister's an actor and she you know like he, he it's like the, if you look go through the, the the archives of the ben movies over the years you'll see lots of our friends lots of mm. our family yeah. even my brother who's not an actor Ben loves to throw Brian in a movie. It's great. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Uh-huh. Like, so, um, yeah. So, but I, I, I thank you for asking me that question because why not? Why not start why to, not? to actually dream bigger? Because yeah. yes. my dreams have been all about, okay, okay, I'm dreaming about getting these kids out of the yeah, house. Exactly. <laughs> but now, I'm dreaming no. into that next chapter. <laughs> but you know, you got to start focusing on yourself. After this, yes, your, your kids would want that. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Better mom when you take care of yourself. That's so right? true. That's what we always say. That's yes. what we tell ourselves. <laughs> we tell ourselves. We're like, we have to go out tonight. We have to, we have to we'll see We'll be our better parents because of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go to that party. But I think you are. I do. No, it's, it's 100%. Like, you're still yeah. a human being. You don't you feel like you've yeah. lost your life your whole, as much. Yeah, your whole life. No. Yeah. You really, it's true. It's really true. Especially when they're little. You really need some space and you need to be around adult humans. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) You need Uh, to have some adult human interaction because talking like the potty talk and everything, like you start, you realize like the language you're speaking when you go out is like not. (laughs) And every time we go out, because most of our friends don't have kids, right? All we do is talk about our kids and show pictures and everything. And I'm like, are they just completely bored of our conversation? One hundred percent. Because like I was probably bored with our friends that showed me their kids after a while. I'm like, okay, like I I, I see it. <laughs> very cute. That's they're amazing. They're cute. cute. I don't need to hear yeah, everything. Cute. I know? don't need forty of them. Yeah. Now that's all. Like, yesterday she read her first word. It said da da. She said da da. Da da. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dada. Um. All right. So. Since it's the holidays, um, what's the holidays look for you guys? What does it look like? Oh my gosh, I love like I love the holidays. Yeah. I love we host Thanksgiving. We do uh-huh. like a big Thanksgiving dinner, nice. and how many people do you have? It's not gigantic, mm-hmm. but like sixteen people. Like yeah, well, during COVID, table. it didn't happen. It yeah. didn't like we we dialed it back. It was like immediate family and my mom and brother and a few extras, but. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be about sixteen, seventeen people, but and like just the most buttery, rich yes. recipe, like just mm-hmm. cooking for days leading mm-hmm. up to it. Okay. Even to the point where I don't even on the day enjoy it. I just love the company because right. I've eaten yeah. everything leading up to <laughs> yeah. it. But I love it. I love mm-hmm. baking. I love the because I really only do that kind of like cooking once yeah. a year. Like I, I'm more of a short order cook otherwise. Oh yeah. But Same. but then it's Christmas and mm-hmm. I love. Chris, like I love the decorating. I love this. I'm such a candle person. I yeah. love like the yeah. scent, the the evergreen candles. I and know. The, like, we just got sent. Uh, there's a new company called Queer Candle, um, oh and God. it's trans-owned. And there's a, a a spruce one, and it's the best yes. one I've ever smelled. Yes, like right now because we're in November. I'm in a pumpkin spice mm-hmm. candle happening, mm-hmm. and that like I lo- I'm a yes. candle person. Yes. I love the That's scent, to, like getting the house filled up. Mm-hmm. So you know we do we don't have 
thir- what did you say? Thirty six trees. I have thirty five. Like, don't you know? 35. Don't put too okay, many sorry. on me. We do two <laughs> trees. Well, two two trees, um, and then we have this big tree outside that we like light up like. Yeah. That's like I try to see, call it like we light it up like Rockefeller Center, yeah. but it's because it's a that. big tree, a big sad tree uh-huh. that only looks beautiful like for a couple months of the year because we oh, string it yeah. with multicolored lights. And I've been wanting so to happy. do that. In, in my front yard, There's I have three pine trees that grow together so it looks like a huge Christmas tree. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I want to I want to make that just one huge Christmas tree, put lights all the way to the top so the whole neighborhood is joyous. Be like, wow, that's so cool. Um, I got a quote on that like two years ago. It was, it was just to put tree. lights very big in these pine trees was like ten thousand dollars. Like, oh my god! And and yeah. you didn't even own the lights. They come and take the lights back. I'm like, was, what? I know. It was like a rental. <laughs> yeah, and then it's yeah. That's a, that's that's nuts. Yeah. That's an, I was that's like, an the LA neighborhood quote. doesn't deserve that's an that. LA. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Deserve the that, so. They don't yeah. deserve yeah. it. They, they don't deserve that gift. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to give the neighborhood that yeah. gift. It is really sad because I'm the only house that really decorates during Halloween and Christmas. Uh, yeah. You know, On some street, do. Yeah. But like I'm like I'm the only one. We don't even get one trick or treater. I have candy out there waiting, but no one ever comes. It's like oh, really sad. But then I know. a quarter mile down the street is thousands and thousands of kids trick or treating. So I don't understand. Like, no, yeah. no one's marching up this hill. I mean, we are on a hill, about? but you know, the kids yeah, need exercise. That's a great place to go hiking. <laughs> I know. It's LA, it depends on where you are, like yeah. with what nook you're in. I remember LA could feel like that mm-hmm. in different neighborhoods. So like we happened to be in a neighborhood where it was everybody met at one person's house and the whole yeah. group, like to this, to to the, you know, to this day, I still get texts from friends who are uh, still there. Who what like, neighborhood was that? Because we go. It we was did... Outpost. It oh, was oh, Outpost. Yeah. Outpost. I bet that's like, great. Uh, yes. Yeah. It was super. Because we mean, go it's very, it's... to Luca Lake, which is. Awesome. Oh, of course. I mean, That's so family. I, they they, yes. they bus in kids. I mean, thousands yeah. of kids. And then yeah. this year we did <laughs> Encino, which was, which so was just as crazy. Was I was going to say, that's super, uh-huh. like... Like in the Super suburbs, family. Yes, yeah. with all the big houses there. It's yeah. But Toluca yeah. Lake, I have to say, is best because they literally, everyone gives full-size candy bars. Um, and Encino I mean, does the fun size, but that's okay. It's yeah, I we love like that was that was kind of like I I want liked that being our claim to fame is yeah. like doing full size, yeah. like because you do it once a year. I was like, come on, we got to do it. We got to, mm-hmm. but you know, it, and everybody kind of went around at the same time, so it wasn't like you had to open keep opening the door. Yeah. Everybody just kind of left stuff out, and and. Yeah. and all the parents dressed up like everybody dressed up yeah. it was so fun like we got to new york and i remember some of the my kid because they were so little at the time eight and five and i remember some of the parents like we showed up at to the, the event mm-hmm. <laughs> we were the only parents dressed, dressed, up. dressed up they're all over it <laughs> and then we got them on board a couple of years later <laughs> oh but my gosh. It, yeah like oh you yeah. la people Oh, these actors. (laughs) actors. Always in character. Uh, Oh, God. (laughs) Be yourself, damn it. Uh, Well, Christine, okay, I'm going to let you go now because, again, I could talk to you for hours and hours. Um, I I hope you have an incredible holiday season. Um, You too. I can't wait to see photos of everything. I'll, I'll like, you know, social media, I'm sure. Do you post? Oh, yes. I'll be posting. We're big posters. Uh, I so am yeah. a very, I'm a private account, but I'm a mm. good follower. Like uh, I fo- I'm a good social. Wait, I, I'm, I need, I'm okay. So well then work. after we, well, yes. yeah, you need to send me <laughs> your, definitely. Yeah. 
Because yeah. <laughs> why am I not following your private account, <laughs> Christine? I oh could get God. a Lance Bass follow. Oh, I could get a Lance well, Michael follow. You know, yeah. people have to pay Woo! big money for that. Big money. You. Big money. I got you. I got you. Um, well, I'm super excited for everything for your future. I can't yeah. wait to see you on Broadway because we're manifesting, we're manifesting that right it. now. Uh, Nepo Baby 26 on Netflix. Is the, musical. Be the musical. Yeah. The musical. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. Why well, not? It's first the Netflix film, then it turns into a musical. Yeah. So you're going to the next 10 years of your life are going to be all about nepotism. I'm booked. I'm booked. Booked and busy. That's good. Yeah. And we're skipping the pilot. We're going straight to series. Straight to series. Yes. Um, straight yeah. to series. It's, it's you and I will end up on some, we'll cancel each other. We've got it all planned. Yeah. We're going to spark done. this behind the I, scenes. I, I love this for you I think we figured this out. Thank you. Thank you. It's, 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 you it's about time. You two are delightful. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not kidding. Like oh, you, likewise. I feel like. I feel like I just want to hang out with you. Um, this was so much fun. Uh, well, we are when we get to New York. We should be there at some point in the next yes. few months. So yes, and, we'll and definitely vice versa too. Yeah. When we're because yes. Ben said Great. sends his love uh, and we do. We'll give like, my we, love it, to him and the fam. You are the best. You really are. Aww. So much. All love. right, Christine. Well, I will talk to you very soon, and you have bye. the best holiday ever. Yes. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right. Bye. bye, my love. All right. Text me your bye. private account. I will. Bye. Right, bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. 
Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Miss Christine Taylor, everyone, told you she was nice. She's so great. I know. I can't wait for y'all to hang when we get to New York. I know. I already feel like we're good friends. Mm, that's where we actually met was in New York because I was doing Zoolander. Um, and I, I'd met Ben, you know, before that, and he wanted me to be at Zoolander. He sent me the script, but he wanted me to come over to see them film something. It, it, you know the scene in Zoolander where they're at the gas pumps and they're Duh. spraying and the guy dies, whatever. You know, that's yeah, it in, explodes. Yeah, yeah, so that's in the meatpacking district, and I was there when they filmed that, and so I read the script after that scene because I'm like, what am I, what is this? Like, what the hell is this movie? And I remember thinking, this is horrible. <laughs> like, what? You didn't see the vision? Well, the I mean, it was either, I didn't know that it was supposed to be super campy and just yeah, like over the top. The top. Um, so when, when first read, I was like, whoa, like this is, how is like, how did this get made? <laughs> this is so silly. But of course, it became. The I mean, it's best Ben Stiller. Ever. Hello. I mean, what do you expect it's going to be? So good. But yeah, just reading it, I'm like, oh my, what am I getting into? Did right you think now? it was like a Meryl Streep like drama? Well, no. From the but... brilliant minds of the cable guy and something about Mary. But, <laughs> but you have to admit, Zoolander's like the most over the top movie he's ever oh, done. I mean, so it, it just, it really went there. It's such a good movie. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. It is a classic. Um, so yeah. That was fun. And that's how I got to meet them. And then we had like a game night. I didn't even, all I didn't even talk to Christine about the craft. Like, oh, uh, why didn't we talk about Why the didn't we talk about the craft? All right. Oh, get Christine craft. back on the line. We got to talk about the craft. All right. All right. Well, that is all the show I have for you today. Have a wonderful holiday season. Yes. Uh, be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Because I know at Thanksgiving, sometimes you got to tip it back because the family kind of gets on your nerves. If that's the case, you Uber. Uber or get a DD. Mm -hmm. Make one of your kids drive you home. Yeah. Be safe out there. And remember, take care of those animals, too, mm -hmm. because they need us. Especially it's getting cold. And so we need them. Yes. Make sure they're warm. A little sweater on them. Yeah. All right. No fireworks until New Year's, but you know, when that happens to plug their ears up. Yeah, just a little, that's just a little disclaimer for July. Yeah. No, oh, New Year's, it's right around the corner. Oh yeah. You I know they do fireworks, fireworks there too. Yeah. We get two big firework moments in the year. Okay. I know. Well, it's my favorite. I love fireworks. You do. I do. You do. They have these new fireworks now that they blow up and then they just they turn into shapes and things. Like what the hell? What are you gonna think of next? And I, and I've not seen one of these in person, but a drone show. Those are crazy. Right? Yes. How the, I mean, I guess I know how you just program it, but, but I've never seen one go dead or fall out or it's, it's, they always go off perfectly that I've seen. Wild. I'm sure there's been mishaps, but 
I just, I, it's, it's, I love it. <laughs> it's like, I'm intrigued. So you can go Google one of those if you don't know what yeah, he's man. talking about. Yeah, man. All right, guys. I am going to let you go right now. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on Frosted Tis. But until then, stay, stay frosted. Hey, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Frosted Tips with Lance. And Michael Turgenart. And at Lance Bass for all your pop culture needs. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. Six if you can. See you next time. Hey, LA. Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. Immerse yourself in our vibrant fashion scene where exclusive streetwear meets high-end boutiques. Stroll through styles defining our bold, wildly creative city, like the unique finds at Melrose Trading Post, a real LA gem. Explore star-studded experiences on Hollywood Boulevard, behind-the-scenes studio tours, and moments of awe under our legendary blue sky. Picture this. The iconic Griffith Observatory, inspiring directors worldwide. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's the time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass is off. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated.